something at this campus well, we go to UWF y'all if y'all know where that's at it's in Pensacola Florida uh, and it is a PWI and Asa is the mecca of all multicultural organizations it is the hub for all you know minority organizations to go to and you brought it back Man, how, how does that make you feel that bringing well, back that to me like I like I told me and my e-board like it, it couldn't happen without my e-board mm-hmm. and the other people that I met that were behind the scenes and helped me learn things and including you oh. like telling me things like what I need to do what I don't need to do how things was ran how to run it differently you know yeah. other strategic plans so everything works in plan uh, I call it the master plan yes sir Playing chess, not checkers, y'all. <laughs> yeah, so it couldn't happen without me. It couldn't happen without the e-board. But it's, it's not just me. Yeah, it was my idea to bring it back. But I'm not taking no credit for it at all. It's like it's a team effort. Because the organization ain't even for me. Because the way, way I got it set up, I'm going to be all right. But it's not about me. What about those other people that don't have it set up, that don't know how to set it up? So I'm here for the people. And that's what I learned about my fraternity. If you can't, if you ain't here to help nobody else, you, I say, ain't no point. Ain't no point of joining. Ain't no point of being a part of something because that's bigger than yourself. Man, you know, the last couple of interviews I had, you always been talking about something being bigger than yourself. And you're a true testament to that. And people don't understand, also something bigger than just itself, too, because of what it does, what it allows minority students to have on a, especially like a PWI. If y'all know what the topic of the day is, we're talking about PWIs, y'all. But on a predominantly white institution, there's a lot of, I'm going to say it, discrimination that goes on on this campus. A lot of things that are not, should not be allowed on this campus to happen to a lot of minority students, whether they come from the faculty, from other students, uh, other other groups and organizations, like people from around this area coming on this campus doing certain things. And the languages that allow to be said to certain groups, it's not okay. And also is a place to go. If y'all, it, little service announcement. If you go to UWF and you're having problems, or you feel like you're being discriminated on or anywhere, go find the OSA office. Come find us. We starting starting this week. We got our office hours. The whole e board gonna be in there from two to six every day, Monday through Friday. Yes, sir. If you can't find one of us in there, nine times out of ten, we're in the library or in the trio building. But like we we had already created a group me. So if you want to join, please contact me or contact him, and we'll both get the information to you. Yes, sir. Because like that's why I wanted the organization. Cause it ain't about me. It's about a safe haven for students. It ain't about just black students, it's about all multi multicultural students. It's a lot of multicultural students here. Yeah. We all should be we all should know each other like we know somebody at an HBCU or any other type of college like that. Yeah. Like how all these other people here know everyone, we should be have our own thing so we can know everyone too. Like they have their party, they do this, they study together, they make sure all of their stuff is set because they may party and all that, but they're gonna graduate. And they're they gonna take care of their And they're gonna take care of their business. Yeah. Why can't we do the same? Yes. I look at all that stuff. I say, why can't we do the same? Like, 
I done been through a lot of stuff in my childhood life. Most people have and most people shouldn't have, but that's the normal in the black community about growing up in poverty and stuff like that. And you come here to a new environment around this, it's a safe haven. That's why I see it's a safe haven. So people that been in those same situations won't feel upset, won't feel left out. Cause I ain't trying to leave nobody behind. I'm trying to be like Martin Luther King. I'm trying to have people be with me and help me and I help them. Yes. It ain't, like I say, I say this all the time. I ain't making it nothing about me. Cause I'm gonna be all right. But I want to help people. Got that service of heart, the heart of service, man. And cause people need to understand. It's okay to ask for help, but also need to find a place to get the help. And also is one of them places on this campus that you can do that. Like you said, LinkedIn with Trio as well too. One thing I do admire about the white organizations, the white uh, fraternities, everything else too. They run their stuff like it's a business. If you missing your, the meetings, you missing your grades are low, you get reprimanded due to that. We need to start holding each other accountable and stop being victims. To get out of that victim mentality and start saying, no, nah, let's change this mindset that we have and finish the task that we started. Absolutely, because that's why we're behind. Yeah. Not even gonna lie. That's why, that's why we are behind. Because everyone else in the whole world take the, take everything. They take the bull by the horns and they take it. They yeah. take it down. Yes. They gonna get their work done. They gonna have fun, but they gonna get their work done. I know I got plenty of friends that's a part of those fraternities and organizations. They get their work done. Yes. Not one of them got a bad grade. Not one of them got a C. So I'm like, shoot, why can't we do the same? Why can't we hold ourselves accountable like they do? Because if one of their friends is behind, they're going to look at their friends and say, you need to tighten up. And they're going to do it. They're going to help them. They're going to be there to help them study. They're going to help them write essays. They're going to help them study on for math, coding, whatever it is. They're going to be there and help. Yes. So that's why Aussie is here, so we all can help each other. So, you know what I'm saying? We all help each other. We all can graduate from here. Because going to college is a gift. It's a privilege. You don't have to. It's a privilege. Everybody don't get the opportunity. And a lot of us can go here for free. Being first gen, getting these grants from the state, from the federal government, that's all available to us. I said, but most people don't know that. Mm. So when you network and be a part of an organization that know those things or know someone that do know this thing, they can point you to the right direction to lead you to the road of success. Yes. Because I don't want us to just be looked at as a stock at this school or any school. Any no matter what kind of college you go to, because they look at the graduation rate for us as one of the lowest graduation rate in college. We start something, we don't finish it. But on top of that too, I don't want us to just be looked at as like, if we don't play sports or nothing, we ain't got no, we ain't got no, uh, how I wanna put it, no value to society, which is false. We have value, we just gotta tap into that value and stop making a, what goes around us the problem and understand it's within like there's a quote said, uh, it's not the water outside the boat that causes you to drown. It's the, the water, water getting in. in. We either get the water that we got in out of us and stop focusing on what's outside and affect us and focus on what's inside and connect and unify together to man. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Even in myself, like I know I ain't perfect. I'm a man. Yeah. I know I ain't perfect. I got a lot of imperfection. But the thing is about that business, though, all I learned by being an alpha and by being a part of the other organization, and especially being in the Army, I learned that we ain't got time to BS around. It's 24 hours in a day. It's people that get rich people go to sleep four hours, mm. four to five hours max. Mm. They may get five. They may even get four. But it takes that time because... If you sleep at eight hours a day for your whole life, by the time you're 60, you don't sleep one third of your life. Yup. What you gonna do with that one third? That's like 24 years. That's like almost 30 years. That's almost half, actually. Yeah. You sleeping that long, all this time going by, and you could have been doing some productive. Like when you, for example, when I get tired, when I feel tired, it's like, ooh, I need to take a nap. 
I won't go take it now. I want to, sometimes I want to real bad, but I don't. I go start looking up something else. Like I change the topic. If I'm doing something about my coding classes, I start looking at what things about my business. I'm like, all right, this is what I need for my business. I need to make sure I got this in order. Make sure that my mind is keeping with information. Yes. So when I get old, when I'm 40, 50 years old, I don't need to be on nobody's job. I need to be on my job, my business, so I can help my people, my community. Because that's all, that's all it's about. The black community is, is sometimes it's the worst community because we don't want to help each other. Mm -hmm. We always a disconnect. Everybody else, Malcolm, who was Malcolm X said it best. If you go, if you go to the Caucasians, the Caucasians got Caucasian stores in their communities. If you go to the Asian community, they got Asian stores. If you go to the Latino community, they got Latino stores. If you go to the Arabic community, they got Arabic stores. But if you go to the black community, is every store in there but your own? And you support their stores before you support somebody of your own. For example, if me and this dude right here, he is um he is from um, the Middle East. He's Middle Eastern. And I'm from America, but I'm black. And I we both selling Louis Vuitton belts. Mine's twelve hundred because mine's real. He is four hundred because he is fake. Y'all gonna buy it from him than to me because you're gonna say, oh, it's cheaper because, oh, and it's from him, so it got to be real. Yep. But me, I got the real deal, but you don't wanna pay the authentic price, but if you go to the outlets, you'll pay it. Mmm. Mmm. And that's what, the funny thing about it, you know, you know, colleges sometimes be a PWI. The world is set up as a PWI too, because the mindset is, especially in our community, like you said, if it ain't white, it ain't right. We will rob and steal, break down, burn out all our stuff that we work hard on. And then go shop at the other person's store. Go buy the polo from the dealers, go do everything. Because I don't even wear those brands. You see, I got on my all those shirts. Oh, yeah. I said, I don't, wear, I don't wear polo, I don't wear tummy hill figure, because I don't wear nothing that don't like me. <laughs> hey, because they all, and, look, and that's the thing about it, we actually end up spending more on stuff that people that don't. Like us and made say they said they came out and said this. Something here figure said on live, live TV. Same thing with Ralph Lauren. Yeah, he, they both said on live TV that they do not want African American wearing their clothing. Gucci did the same thing too. And it even I forget what rapper it was a rapper that um said it the other week when he went to Lennox Mall. He went into the Gucci store. They followed him around. They, they treated. They don't care how much money you got. It ain't about the money. Yeah. It's the fact that you black. They don't want you to wear. It. Yeah. Oh, you gonna sag in my clothes? Mm -mm. You ain't you ain't light enough. Mm -mm. <laughs> that don't look right on TV in my clothes. Like I like rappers. I like I like the grind that everybody have to buy what they want, and you got the right to buy what you want. Yeah. But think about that though. Think about that you work you work hard for. It. They don't want you to have that. Like they literally do not want you to wear their clothing. Yeah. But it's a it's a brother out there or a sister out there that made that same exact clothing that made me feel even better. The quality may be even better. It may even look better, but you won't buy that. Mm. So we need to get that disconnect out of our communities. That's what I. That's my ultimate goal. Yeah. If we get that disconnect out of our community. We'll be set. We'll be set for help. And they can't touch us. They can't touch us. Because, man, I was uh, even looking at like my son. He go to school right, elementary. It's so funny. I look at the teachers at most of these schools and it's all white. And I start thinking to myself like, man, when did I see my first black teacher? Like I had them in elementary school back when I was, but I realized like, bro, there's only three black teachers at my school. See, where I'm from, I'm from the poorest county in the state of Florida. I'm from Gaston County. It's right outside of Tallahassee, yeah. right outside of Leon County. I'm from the poorest county. It's 60, I believe it's 65 counties in the, in the state. Yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah, we number 65. We number 65. Crime rate is up, higher than it ever been. You got a one, it used to be one in the 50. You got like a one in 25 chance of getting robbed now when you go home. I don't want to go. As long as I go home, I go to my parents' house and that's it. Mm. But why in our community? They don't go over to the Tallahassee, around the Capitol and rob. No. No, they do not. Mm. They don't. 
They respect that. Hey, that building ain't got one bit, bit of graffiti on it. Nothing. No marks, no nothing. Because they respect it. Ain't no police around that building. But because they, they respect it. But you go in our community on the abandoned buildings, got marks all over them and everything and stuff like that. Why? Mm. Why we got this disconnect in our communities? And I said that point because when I was in school, it was a lot different when I was a kid versus now. When I was in school, the majority of my teacher was black, but I did have white teachers. And I'm not I'm not racist. I got I got cousins that are Caucasian and ain't daddy's just the principal. Like one of my Caucasian teachers, she told me. When I was in elementary, I remember I was in pre-K. You know when a baby nods his head to go to sleep. Yeah. That's normal, right? Yeah. Yeah, she told my grandma that that wasn't normal. She said, he need help. She told me I needed help and stuff like that. Like Having that brought up on me, and ain't nothing wrong with me. You see, I'm here. I'm fine. But you see, it's, it only takes, I said this to say that, it only takes one person to mess it all up for everybody. Because with that thought, with that negative thought towards me, and my mama took that lightly and took it in, then I wouldn't be here. But it's the fact of the retaliation of not only her, my family, my other teachers, and everyone else that helped me. Because it takes a village to raise a child. Yes, sir. See, I was raised by a village, by my teachers, by my families, by my older cousins, aunties, and uncles. And we need that in our community. Because... I was looking at Andrew Tate. A lot of people don't like Andrew Tate, but I respect the man because when he said he, he be selling some real stuff, like how he said he had an Arabic friend, the dude was 21 and he was driving a Ferrari and he worked at like McDonald's or something. And he asked him, how you drive a Ferrari and you make so little money? He said, because. He said all his his cousins and brothers, all his brothers, they all live in one house. And since they live in one house, that I mean they only got one bill and stuff like that. Yep. And all their wives, their job is just stay home and cook. I mean they ain't got no worry. The dude job is to make the money. They make all the money together. They say they own like five, five Toyotas and own like three supercars because they put all their money together. Mm. Reason why I say that is because they came together. You see how they came together? But if you can't if you put if you put five of us together in the room, they gonna say, mm, this is my side, this is mine. Why I need to pay for this for you? <laughs> Why? Uh-uh, you driving the car more than me. Mm. Start getting selfish. And we need to get all, rid of all of that because everybody else don't have it. We're behind. Facts. And look, we're the only community that would do that because Asians, same way. You realize, I remember my Filipino friend when I was in California, I was in the Navy. Within that one household, his wife, parents, his parents, their kids, and some of the cousins lived in that whole house. The whole house. And I was like, I'm looking like, dang, there's a lot of people in this one house. But that's the culture that they have. We have that culture too, but we have faded away from it. Because everybody want to do their own thing. Exactly. We all get caught up in what society tells us is appropriate for us. But the only people that know what's appropriate for us as a culture should be us. We need to go start talking back to our elders, talking like, hey, how did y'all make this work back then? I understand there's different things, there's different obstacles we got to face a little bit today. But that doesn't mean we can't make it happen. Because my plan, my plan is kind of similar. Because I ran into like some Mexican families. Like, it's all the whole family living in this one house. In the, so I told you. Stop right yeah. So my, I use my his girlfriend as a perfect example. Yeah. All right, so in her house right now, because I ain't going to count her sister because she in the Marines now. She left. So it's her, her mama, her daddy, her two cousins, her uncle, her other uncle that just came there. That's six people. And if her sister still there, that's seven. Mm. It's seven people and all on work. Every last one on work. They owns a store and every last one on work. They all help at that store. They ain't got no employees. The employees is themselves. That mean they business is make money. And they been there, I know because I've been around them for a very long time. They make a lot of money. And people always used to ask me, how they drive these new cars? I said, because they got a side. They've been working for it their whole life. I said, why? Why? That's used to make me. I, when I used to live sometimes I used to feel, in a sense, jealous because I'd be like, why my people? Can't do it. Why my people ain't working hard as them? 
Why is it just me? Like, yeah, nah, it's me and my my few cousins, we all trying to do the same thing. I'm saying we in the same boat right now, too. But so a lot of us get stuck in that slave mentality and thinking it's, it's me against him. When actually, nah, we working together to make this dream become reality. Exactly. That's what, that's what they doing. We can do the same thing. But we got to get out of the slave mentality saying, oh, so you mean tell me, oh, you're going to be in charge of this part? Why do you got to be in charge of like this? But, it's, but it's even deep, it goes way deeper why African-Americans only is yeah. like that. Because it's a whole book about it. It's a book about it. That's how the man said, this is how you want it. You say you want to control your slaves. Say you ain't got to touch them. Yeah. You said divide them. Give this one more freedom than that one and watch what happened. And tell us, what, hey, what book is that? I can't think. I can't think of it because I know exactly what you're talking about. Because that's how they uh, they did a, like all back in the day. Because that's why they started saying, "Oh, the light skin versus dark skin, the house, the I'm house say, versus the, the fields. fields." And then even in the circumstances in the fields, they got they separate the women from the men, the men from the women, the children. They 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 allow this stuff. And on top of that, too, we still practice some of this stuff today. Because, look, white people go to church on Saturday. And the only time we go to church was the day after that was on Sunday. We still practice the same things back in the day, but we got to break away from the thing we practiced back in the day. Kind of, I was, what is it? The, um, the Sabbath day. The, sa- the Sabbath day. That's the last. So, what's the beginning of the week? What's the Sunday. The week? Sunday. That's the first day. The first day of the week is Sunday. What's With the last day? Seven, Saturday. The Sabbath day, because that's the day you're supposed to go to church. Mm-hmm. And I know it. And rest. And rest. Because look, Sunday is the beginning of the work week. Because if you really look at it the way it's supposed to be, do all your work Sunday through Friday. Saturday, you should be at home relaxing. So I'm going to tell you this while I learned with OC. That's why I'm telling you, only in America we do this. And Albania, and Albania, Germany, Kosovo and Italy, they all do the same thing. All European, they do the same thing. They go to work on, on Sunday. On Sunday through Thursday, they at work. They weekend is Friday and Saturday. For Friday, they gonna, they gonna maybe drink and have party some party. And party. Sunday, Saturday, ain't nothing. Everything is almost closed. Ain't nothing open. Mm. When I was down there, I will leave the hotel and I will walk around. I'm like, man, ain't nothing open. I asked. I'm like, yeah, man. This is Sabbath. This is Sabbath. Ain't nothing going on today. So I'm going to eat and go to sleep. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Why? Why only our country on Sunday? It's because we want to put that keep. It's the same way from, all right, come back in the day. Because I, really, I tell people right now, America, the same thing as England. But still, we just try to do things. Put a, We put a different title on different stuff. They use this as control. So, oh, no, Bill, the weekend is this day. But they know we adopt the right to the cultures. They think, oh, you're trying to rebel and everything else too. This way they can control us that much more versus. Yeah, because the 9 to 5 didn't start to the 20s. Yeah. The 9 to 5 didn't start until after World War One. And race didn't start until 1450. I think 1450. And that's the reason, like, people don't know that we had a, there was a black emperor in Rome. Man, uh, the reason why they actually even did anything is because they wanted to divide us and make us as less than that's why that when England decided to go to Africa and they can enslave people because they made us less than a man by saying oh this is they developed racist oh he's black so he can't be the same thing as me no we were the same thing it's just that now they say oh we can take the people that were in power and turn them into slave and make them work with us yeah cause that's the thing it's a book I, I seen it yesterday it's a book out there that costs two thousand dollars. It tell you all about the history of the black. Tell you all about the history all the way back to before Egypt, yeah. to the Ethiopians. All of those are black people. Yeah. Even though in some of these movies they make it portrayed as being European, and they even make they even make Middle they even make Muslims and I'm not Muslim, I'm sorry, but Middle Eastern. Oh, they they European? No, mm-hmm. they're not. Actual, actually. Um, Middle Eastern people are the color of me and you. Yep. Like they are. Even though in these movies they make the Egyptians look look white as snow. They that that hieroglyph. That when I was in seventh grade, I teach a toddler how to read the hieroglyphs. That what we had to do the whole semester. She said, "You gotta know where you're from." She said, "You gotta know it. You gotta embrace it." 
She told us that. Miss Scott, she told us that. And when I read them how, when you look at them how I go, even today, when you look at them how I go, some of that pyramid, today ain't black as me. Yeah. Ain't one on white. Not one on white. Nope. So you telling me, oh, oh, they must have made a mistake and colored all of them, huh? <laughs> Come on now. And then on top of that, too, uh, who, they each made a movie about that. What's his name? The comedian back in the day, the black guy had a mustache. Uh, I can't remember his name. But he went to the Egypt and they, uh, at the, is it Ricky Smiley? No, it ain't Ricky Smiley. Mm -hmm. No, but no, uh, yeah. He went to Egypt and they were reading the hieroglyphics. And they was like, wait, they said they're friends of that? Uh, oh, I, see, I, see, you know, you know what I, seen, I seen that on Instagram last yeah. night. It's like, these ain't no bunch of black people. And then they locked them in the, said, no, we can't let nobody else know that. Funny about it, people on TV, they, they people think it's a skit. And well, that's that, truth. And it'd be truth in the, where they just, when they put a comedy twist on it, they're like, oh yeah, it's just a joke. Nah, bro. Nah, that's dead That's shit. true. Like Michael Jackson. He, Michael Jackson knew that. And, and that's I, why he made, uh, remember the time, time yep. the whole thing. That's Black. The only, that's the only... European, that's the only Egyptian style thing that ever existed that had a 100% all black cat. And authentic. And it's authentic too. And people, like, y'all don't say, Michael Jackson is one of us. I don't give a fuck what y'all think he looked like. He's ours. And look, he put on for black culture than a time when nobody would want to yeah, stand up and do that. Yeah, don't let the skin fool you. That man, yeah. was, doing, that man was doing what you had to do for us. Yeah. He sacrificed. Yeah, and you know what's so funny? I actually just started watching, uh, I watched that movie the other day, Elvis. Man, honestly, I didn't like Elvis at all from until I watched the movie. Really, he broke down a lot of barriers, too. I give him credit for now. Because him talking about the history with him and B.B. King and everybody, he went to those communities, like, bro, they tried to tell him, like, bro, why you, on the, why you white man on here dance like the black guys and everything? He said, nah, bro, these are my people. Like, really, they they helped me become who I was. I feel them stuff. And he called hell for it. And I was like, yeah. At first, I was thinking like this. Oh, man, Elvis, you just stole everything from black people. And you just. Well, really, he did. He just. They, they gave it to they him. They gave it to him. He like, man, he you can make a lot. It. He embraced it. He's like, man, you can make a lot of money off this. Use that song. Man. And that boy. Hey. King of rock and roll, from the king of pop, the king of king of soul, man. Trailblazers that understand that sacrifice they made to be authentic and to put black culture. Like really, when you think about it, all the culture of America is black culture. The PWI that we we live in is not really a PWI. Yeah, look at for example higher learning. Ooh, the higher learning. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Hey, that, that, that's a movie right though. Yeah, like high learning. And then the contrast that minutes to society, boys to hood, boys in the hood. When I watched Cousin, when I was in 11th grade, when I was in high school, my teacher, she made us watch all of those movies and write about them and talk about them and discuss them. We ain't pick up not one book. She said, why well, I'm gonna make you read a book you've been reading your whole life about this. She said, let me show you what you're gonna face when you graduate and you get up out of here. Start some real stuff about people dying. Like these kids, they was on the They on them kids would just graduate high school, mm -hmm. and boys in the hood and stuff. Some of them still is. Yep. And with that being said, how the boys had a football scholarship from the go play, and then he got killed. That's that's crazy. That that happened in my where I'm from. That happened all the time. All the time. That happens all the time. I so I can go on my phone right now and scroll from a three month time period. Like for example, God bless her though. The girl I went to school with. I, Knew her ever since middle school, she got killed the other week. They shot up a car because um because of, they thought she was her boyfriend. Shot up a car, shot a straight, shot a straight right here. She had just started her career, just started being a correctional officer. Cause I'm friends with her, with her close friend, and she was she told me everything happened. Cause the boy had just died the week before. The other boy had died the week before. And everybody I'm like, man, I said, they don't kill this woman. I said, because it's one thing you kill a, a black man. But another thing to kill a black woman, I said, so we now we killing people that, that could have been mothers, could have been teachers, doctors, yeah. 
killing all these people that are trying to do good for themselves. Be the birth of a nation. Because mm -hmm. people be like, oh, wrong place, wrong time. No. No. That's where we from. Why, why we got that crime here? Like I told you, if you, you ain't going to go down here to downtown Pensacola and go shoot it up. You gonna respect them people stuff down there when you go to them clubs. When yeah. you go to Seville, when you go to Wild Red, you going there, you going there with respect. Yep, and then when you go when you go down there to uh, Bellums or whatever, so mm -hmm. rock. That's a place they go and they shoot up, and I be like, bro, it's right next door. Like, what sense does that make you shoot the black, shoot the black clubs, but 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 the Caucasian club? Oh no, no, we can't touch them. We gonna go to jail. We gonna go to jail. You have the same mentality about your stuff. I just like, man, I said, I'm not going to touch his stuff. He ain't going to touch my stuff. That man left $20. That's his $20. Yeah. I ain't going to go grab that man $20. Oh, so what? I could, it's good for me to go take his $20. Oh, but the white man dropped his $20. I got, oh, I pick it up. Here you go. Mm -hmm. My bad, sir. You you show him more respect than you show yourself. You're going to show you gonna show somebody else more respect than you show yourself. Mm. And that's what I run into. Uh, not even at school. Just in life in general, I see it all the time in the military. Well, I be like, man, I ain't kissing ass. No. No. Yeah. I, I, I die. I promise you, I roll over and die before I do that. Because that's the most disrespectful thing you can do to me. Yes. And it's sad to say, our communities is the one that we allow word to cause us to do violent acts to one another. When you really think back and think about it, it wasn't really that serious. It wasn't really that that the 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 cause wasn't just for the means. And it's sickened me because we glorify it in our music sometimes, in the things we watch. Some of it we just break some reality, but a lot of these people are just trying to be a part of something else. Versus like, hey man, let me put myself in a better situation. Like, think about it. You just took somebody's child, you took somebody's mother exactly. to be, you took somebody's daughter, someone's future wife, man. And now you just lost your whole life too. Because once they find you, you under the jail. Like people don't understand when you do all these crimes, especially they want, they want you to go to jail. Yeah. They want you to. Why you think it's so publicized about these rappers with guns and everything mm. and all that? They want you to they want you to be, get excited about that. They stuff. want you to live that lifestyle. I know people that like when they see that stuff, they get I man, they their eyes glow up. Oh my God, he got a Glock nineteen, but they know the gun like, like yeah. the back of their hand. They know what to do, how to clean it, how to break it down, how to put a switch on it. You know, I do everything because they they find that enjoyable. I don't find that enjoyable, man. Nope. Going around here killing people. Well, I'm killing somebody for I'm trying to I'm trying to get a hundred million. Trying to help my people. Yes. I'm trying to build schools back in my community. I'm trying to have daycare. I'm trying to have community service projects. I'm trying to build people houses. There's too many people houses that that just breaking down one from. I'm trying to get rid of all of that. And it start with us. Yeah. It, it it start look, I'm talking about it, but if I had a hundred people right now. To take heed to what I'm saying and be like, all right, yeah, we, we should all start finding. We should, because I know somebody know how to do flooring. Mm -hmm. Somebody got a gift. And when you put all those gifts together, that's how you make a great community. Yep. That's what I'm saying. You, you don't see the Hispanics shooting each other up every day here? You don't. Mm -hmm. You don't. You know, they may have a stereotype of, you know, selling drugs and stuff, but the majority really don't. The majority go to work. They be out the at Home Depot and Lowe's at four o'clock in the morning. Go out there waiting for someone to give them a chance to go work. They do it for little or nothing for the support of their family. You talking about the very minimum of people, and they want us to become that very minimal people of black people that they try to glorify in this music and on everything you see today. Cause it's not it's not worth it. I see it on my story all the time, man. These people be reposting these. People are like, man, by shaking, shaking ass and all that stuff, and they find that fun. <clears throat> I said, you looking like a fool out there. Yep. You don't see these, these businessmen out here and they women out there doing that. No. They got their women doing the same thing they do, if not more, so mm -hmm. they can make the money. So when they, or he die, or she can take over. She die, he can take over. Oh, they always can take over. They got their junk. They make generational wealth. They ain't worried about it. about going get drunk every night and smoking on um, weed and stuff. No. And even if they did smoke, 
You'll never see him smoke on you'll social never, media. If you ever did see him do all of that, do drugs, you'll never know. You'll never know. You'll never know. Them people, don't, them people, them people serious about this stuff. They can do all them drugs, but they serious about their business. And they That's all you'll see. Out. It's all about their image. They'll, they'll, they'll show you that. And I mean, you got to control your narrative. Once you control your narrative, they can't nobody can take that away from you. And what we need to start doing too in the black community is downplaying people's dreams. Mmm. Downplaying you, you people's dreams. I use myself as a perfect example. When I I want to be an astronaut. Most people that I told that like I don't care about telling my dream because I want you to know. So when you say I can't do it, and when you see me, I want you to think about it every time. That could have been you doing something, but you let somebody talk you down on your dreams. Mm. So that's how I take it. I don't ever get mad when people laugh. Why you want to go to space? That's stupid. People ain't even really enough for real. I'm like, I like won't know till you find out. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I said I hate being lied to. I want to know what's going on. Let's see what's up there. Yep. So I want to do it, and that's something that I always want to do. It ain't it ain't just for me. It's for my people. My dream is to be astronaut, go to space. Maybe even be the first man on Mars. Maybe. The, the open light up, it ain't just for me. The open light up to, to everyone, no matter what color you are. Oh, if he can do it, then I, I can, can definitely do it. Do it. Yep. If he can do that, then I can do this. And that's how I look at life. I've seen too many people where I'm from. This is one dude that I'm from grew up together. Same situations. Grandparents raising. Yep. Stuff like that. Bruh, bruh, bruh got plenty of money. Bruh, got a family, bruh, house almost paid off. He got nice cars. He beat over his kids, you know, having a good time being a family man, you know, helping people and stuff like that. Cause when I talk to him, he respond. I ask questions about business, stuff like they say, man, you need to do this, this, and the third. I'm into cars, I ask him stuff, you know, respond. He ain't he ain't uh leave, he ain't leave where we from and then forget about us in a sense. He, he embraced where he was from, so he'll never go back. He'll never end up in that predicament and poverty ever again. He made sure that his children don't ever end up like that. And the way he set it up, he set it up so they can be successful. I know plenty of people like that. And that's my dream. That's what I want to do, set up my whole family. Yep. That's what we all should do, because like these Hispanics, these Asians, these white people, all these other races, every race but ours, mm-hmm. they all live together. And they making it happen. And they making it happen. It's too many people. Oh, yeah, oh, he, they may. Oh, the white people. They may not live in the same house, but they cousins stay next door. Yep. They brothers stay down the road. They all stay in the same community. They got that whole block. And they may look. And I got one even better. They may all work at the same place. They all work at the same place. So you mess with one of them. You mess with all of them. Mm-hmm. And that's the that's the beauty of it. And that's what we're trying to get to. Mm-hmm. With all the PWI institutions, all this stuff, man. Man, we're going to change our narrative. Starting right now, starting, don't wait to start. Start planning whatever you need to do. You may not find this now, but start planning so we can go ahead and get out this slave mentality and victim mentality and get out there and live the life that we want to live and not even just do that. Spread that out into our communities where we can actually blossom our communities to the thing they should have been. Absolutely. They should have been already. Absolutely. I got, I got, like people, like you got to think about it. If somebody talks so bad about somebody, say, oh, you shouldn't have anybody, you shouldn't nobody, I'm not. maybe you should. Mm-hmm. And that's my advice that my granddad always told me. Hey, they tell you not to do something all the time and this, this, and the third. Sometimes maybe you should because they may be hiding something from you. Mm-hmm. I'd usually like Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. They don't want you. Only thing they talk about King and his death. Oh, he died by the guy getting shot. But in reality, he didn't. He died when he got to the hospital and then they got smothered. Yup. You get what I'm saying? And he spat on him. You know what I'm saying? Or Malcolm X. Malcolm X, they, 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 they trapped him to make sure he was on the arm when they killed him. Mm-hmm. And he was always on. Yup. With an assault weapon. He was always on. Why you think now even in today when they use these school shootings? Ain't no black people doing school shootings. But but they making sure that the black community don't have no gun. Cause the way they got it signed up, oh you convicted felon, mm, you can't have it. Oh you got a misdemeanor, mm, you can't have it. They got they got it so scripted not to have a weapon, but that's your second amendment. 
So technically, they voiding the Second Amendment in reality, because they are. Because mm -hmm. when they built the Constitution, they said these cannot be changed. They made it so it can never be changed. Ain't nothing you can do to change it. But yet, they put these other laws behind it. Oh, so you can still practice this, but you got to go through this first. And I think about how many white people got misdemeanors and everything. Still on their gun. Still got their gun. Huh. I know them. I know, I know a good handful of them. I know a good handful of a bunch of people. Illegal people that got weapons. Got plenty. Of them. I ain't talking about no pistol either. I'm talking about Draco. I'm talking about big stuff. <laughs> I'm talking about military grade. <laughs> like me and myself, like, of course I'm an American law buying civil. Of course I got some weapons. But mine legal. Yep. And with that being said, what about the people that don't know about, about gun laws, don't know about things like in Florida it's a gun law, so you can't open care in, in the state of Florida unless you go on hunting. Or you going to and from fishing. So that means if I grab a, a really rod right now and leave this campus and be out there walking by Walmart with my really rod in my hand and I got my um, my AR-15 on my bike, technically that's legal. Because I'm going fishing. I'm stopping mm -hmm. to get some bait. I'm going fishing. But they'll shoot me dead and ask questions later. Yeah. I seen plenty of people that shoot me dead and ask questions later. But if my skin color was light. Mm. I done seen a video of a dude walking on a public beach. He do say he does this all the time. I watched this video. He does that all the time. Open carry all the time with going to and from fishing. Police came and grabbed you, white dude. Came and grabbed him, talked to him. Made sure everything legit let him go. They talked to him. If that was me, or if that was him, I'd be dead on a t-shirt right now. And then my parents be trying to get a lawsuit. Why? Why are they so eager to kill us? You don't ask yourself that sometimes. Why are they so eager? They eager to kill you. You always eager to kill. You always eager to get rid of something that you're afraid of. Because we the powerhouse. We the first. Literally, we are the first. We the backbone of everything. We the only race that can mix with anything and still gonna come out the same color. Yes, sir. If I, go have, if I go have a baby by a Hispanic woman, that baby gonna come out like me, but with some nice curly hair. For example, see that hair right there. Boy, you see me, boy. Hey, that, hey that's the only reason I got this hair like this. I got a movie role in the, the Sacred Heart movie coming out soon. But, uh, yeah. But really, my hair, hey, but like you see, I can, I can make it look how I want it to look. We the only ones that can do that. Yeah, I see y'all with dreads. <laughs> I have grows towards the sun. Mm. Think about that. I have, I have only one that grows towards the sun. Everybody else fall down. I have them fall. I have them fall. You see it falling. It's keeping that same form. If I pull it, it's all still going straight. It'll come right back. It's going right back. I have texture different. This, we the only one go out there. And we don't get. I ain't never been sunburned a day in my life. I ain't never been sunburned. I don't even know what that is. When I was in basic training, one of my bunk mate, he got sunburned so severe he had to, they had almost started him over. Huh? Oh, uh, the pale skins. It was so, <laughs> his face was, it's like you could see it. The, the red marks. You could see the red mark, it was almost like it burnt almost to the bone. It was horrible, it was, I ain't never seen that before. That's some artificial people, man. Them artificial people. <laughs> like, it was horrible. I'm like, how you can't even stand the sun? He had to put on so much sunscreen. Like, you could see the thickness of it. He had to put on, like, at least three coats every day when we went outside. God dang. Or well, he'll burn immediately. And he wasn't the only one. Yeah, most of them will burn immediately. I man, I ain't put on sunscreen not one time in basic training. We made to absorb the sun. Exactly. When I was out there, that's my most happiest time ever. I was in the sun all day. I was happy. Uh, that's why people don't know the sun and where your energy come from, man. You know, some people can't absorb it like we do, but that just like that just like if you were like free energy, like. And I'll talk about another topic why the Egyptians are so important. Mm -hmm. You gotta think about this: if the Egyptians, the Mayans, the first Native Americans, uh, what else? The first Japanese and Chinese, all these places have pyramids in them. It's pyramids on all seven continents. Mm -hmm. Pyramids on all continents, right? 
So that being said, if it's pyramids on Alka, come on, man, they ain't had no Wi-Fi back then. But that mean they was all on the same plane level. You can't be 14,000 miles on the other side of the world and make the same thing. That If you ain't communicating with them, that don't make sense. Mm -hmm. That's just common sense. That's just like these cameras in this room, these lights in the room, somebody that all on everybody had to communicate to make that. Yep. So that being said, so long ago they make it seem like, oh, they um make pyramids and all. Because pyramids are very precise. They are the most precise things that man has made. Yeah. Most precise thing like the pyramids of Giza, they so aligned, they 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 aligned the true north, they aligned with the stars. That's a lot of precise right there. <laughs> They 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 um they made of stone that made from a coral was two hundred miles away. And look, and my people don't understand like we we actually used to travel and communicate because the first people to ever find America was Africans because they we traded the gold for mace, and that's how mace was actually got started in Africa. That's just like the um in Mexico. Yup. Why you think when you go to Mexico and Honduras, it's so many? Black people, not just because of slavery. They was there before then. Yep. They were there way before then. When the first, when the mines, they wrote them their thing. When they used to make stuff, when they used to have to get more people to come and they used to fight, they'll go to Africa and go get them. How, why they'll go to Africa? And they knew. Because it's a natural current that'll take they you from Mexico straight to, to Straight to Africa. That's a coincidence, ain't it? Africa, the largest continent. Africa got. Where everything come from, that's the safe haven. That's that's where every, that's where all life originates from. That one piece of land. Mm -hmm. But they don't want to teach you about that land. Why? That, and look, that's the only one we don't learn about too. That's the only <laughs> one we don't learn about. You learn so much about Europe, by Asia, by even Antarctica. But when it comes down to Africa, oh no, there's some lions and some there's some lions and some leopards there. That's all you need to worry about. It's just a lot of animals. Mm -hmm. That's the rich was the richest continent where people still trying to pull from all our resources. To this day. Till this day. Not to mention where gold come from. The majority of all gold come from Africa. Africa. To this day. To this day. To this day. People out there and one I forget the country, it's not the Republic of the Congo, but it's by the Republic of the Congo. There's so much gold in the land that the citizens were digging it up themselves and was getting it. It was so much that they were digging up. The government there told them they can't. It's illegal now. You can't dig here. And look, that's the government that came in trying to... See, that's why, low-key, I'm not... Fuck that. I'm a fan of whoever I'm doing. I'm glad the queen is dead because the things that they did in Europe, I mean, England, to take over the Asians, the, like, I'm talking about the Indians, Asia... They made so all these council calls to help the community, but really they did it just so they can take over that and take all their resources. And same thing they did with Africa, same thing too. Like to be honest, the monarchies and back in the day and still to current to this day, y'all got a lot of answering to do for the the sins of y'all past and the sins of y'all present. Cause y'all need to stop stripping these lands from all the natural resources yeah, just to benefit y'all. Because British, because the British, the British is one of the wealthiest countries in the world. But but nothing that's wealthy come from British. But nothing wealthy come from that. The land is bare. The land is bare. You gotta grow crops there. It be cold. Not enough sunlight. Mm -hmm. It's it's like a closet with a, with one light in it. <laughs> and with that being said, you got land fifteen thousand miles away in Argentina. You got you got stuff in Argentina. You got stuff. You got stuff, You basically, y'all the reason why Australia is Australia and New Zealand is New Zealand. Because mm -hmm. y'all influence. And like South Africa, yep. all these places, the Republic of the Congo, Kenya, y'all had y'all hands in all those places. And you know, it gets looked under the radar. Oh, we coming in and do but y'all enslaving people. Yep. Sure, them they, they naturally. Because the signed off on a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. people, slavery is still going on to this day. But you don't learn it. They don't tell. They don't talk about it. Slavery still. It's black people being enslaved still to this day. Yep. In the continent of Africa to this day. It ain't. It ain't. It ain't stopped. 
They just they just stop being told. They just stop being publicized. They don't want to speak about it. Yeah. Well, we gonna speak about it. But man, Monte, closing remarks. What is something that you wish to see Asa develop more on campus? What I like to see Asa, so I'm glad we brought back Asa. You know, we talk about everything. Yeah. <laughs> so we had our first general body meeting this past Friday. Yes, sir. And uh, it was success. It was 30, 34 people showed up. I ain't gonna lie to you. With the anti-socialism of um, students here on this campus, I thought TM was gonna come. But like I said, the e-board and the other people about just word of mouth. I learned word of mouth is the best communication. Yes, sir. Cause I can look at someone on my phone all day, but if you tell me about, oh, I might slide. And I learned that. Yeah, so we had about 34 people come up all together, including myself. 34 people. And they was intrigued and they wanted to work. And that's what I want to see, more work on this campus. I, I literally, we literally mentioned, we all said about what, we, what the plans is for us, what's the goals, about resume building, about making us more professional. It, it's at an odd time of the day, it's at 5 p.m., 5 to 6 on a Friday, twice a month. I ain't gonna lie, you know people like to hang out and do, you no know, people was there. And people was intrigued. And that's the thing I was surprised and shocked about. It's people intrigued. It ain't just me and him that want to uplift our people. Yeah. God, we got some more people that want to do the same thing. Sir. And they was intrigued. They listened to the whole presentation that, that the e-board had. Listen to our whole presentation. Listen to when we said about, oh yeah, about having um, class, having a class about um, resume building. Cause I know how to build a resume. I've been told how to. Resume building is pretty easy. Write a lot about yourself. Everything that you do. Everything. And with that being said, you can implement that. I know a lot of people don't know how to email etiquette. Yep. Or just basic communication. So I slang, I slander. If you want to work in these big multi-billion dollar companies, you're going to have to come in and talk correct. They ain't, most times they ain't looking at your color. They're looking at what you can you do for them. And that's anything in life. And we need to be solid so we can not only be a part of corporate America, but run corporate America. That's that boy no that boy no thing. Like what the dude said off of uh coming to America, that boy can sing. <laughs> that boy man. But yo, I'm I'm proud to see Austin back up and running and I'm I'm just ecstatic to see the things that y'all are gonna do in Austin. Not just this year, but the groundwork y'all laid for this year to lead to everything in the future. Now, this time, I don't feel like it's going nowhere, man. But, yo, thank you again, Monte, for coming in. Hey, you know you got to come back for part three. Part three. Matter of fact, next time you might have to bring your whole e-board in here. <laughs> you might have to bring your whole e-board and everything. But, man, like I say always, y'all know what it is. Dream big dreams because small dreams have little magic. And how big would you dream if you know you couldn't have failed? And remember this. You do your best and let God take care of the rest. Amen. Man, I want to thank you again, DeMonte. I love y'all. Thank y'all. And y'all already know it. We out. <laughs> I know that I'm different. Self-motivated, self-disciplined. Yeah. I learned from my experience. I just want someone to take me serious Real questions that I ask How long will this solo trip last? I'm content with being alone in the past But it's changing and it's something I can't grasp Turn off my phone, I'm in my zone So now I'm acting different I'm to myself, I'm in my head Mapping out this life I'm living Shadow work on myself I done already seen hell Can't fit in so I rebel But I don't miss a beat I don't miss a beat